three, two, and go. Powered by Riverside. Hello and welcome, welcome, welcome into the Sad Fan, where we talk about the good, the bad, and everything that made you sad from the previous week. And there's so much to talk about. We've got regular NBA basketball going on. We've got an NBA in-season tournament, which I talked about a little bit last week. We've got college basketball back with Kansas about to knock off Kentucky. There is so much going on, and I guess, I suppose, do you guys think basketball is sad that it doesn't matter till after football season? <laughs> oh, that's a little blue, but... It matters to some people, just not football fans. Hmm. Or, or, or fans of overall sports, I think, right? Like, I think hmm. we have a hierarchy in American overall sports, well, and unfortunately, the NFL just kind of... I mean, unless you're from Texas and you, like, really care about those teenagers playing football in high school, during the week (laughs) is a great time to watch basketball. The Friday Night Lights? Yeah. I mean, because you got normal football on Saturday and Sunday, so during the week you got basketball you can watch, so it works out. Now, now there was one story that I wanted to say, Wes, that I want to talk to you about in the NBA really quick. Did you see Dylan Brooks is back at it? With LeBron James and his ability to guard LeBron James, <laughs> is that where you're at with this story? Because Dylan, I don't care about him anymore. <clears throat> I don't care about him anymore. <laughs> that is Wes's face, Josh. <laughs> Can we just stop talking about him for the audience that is uh, for the audience that is listening? Josh just physically showed you through uh, his verbal verbal interpretation of Wes's face <laughs> what what Wes is doing. But I don't think we're ever going to be rid of him because someone was willing to pay Dylan Brooks $80 million. Just which was, let's stop talking about him. Who cares what he does? How many Until he actually does something significant. Oh, sorry. How many, what kind of albums can we buy? Josh? How many Spice Girls albums could you buy with $80 million? It depends on where million. we go. <laughs> Maybe 80, 80 million, million albums. 80, 80 million might be the right answer there. But speaking <laughs> of $80 million... There was another person that just walked away without having to do any work and is getting paid $80 million. Wes, like, what do you have for us on this Jimbo Fisher story of him getting I to mean, just steal? He did work. Did he? For the last six seasons, I think. <laughs> I mean, he, he had a team that showed up. Yeah. <laughs> they they won some games. They had one good season where they, the COVID year, where they went nine and one. What sport are we And that's about? when they decided to throw him a fat extension. They were like, oh, you went 9-1 and one during COVID. Here, have $80 yeah. million dollars over 10 years, guaranteed. So, so for some context, for some backstory for this, Jimbo Fisher was the head coach after Bobby Bowden of Florida State Seminoles. Jimbo Fisher had a quarterback who was a great college quarterback, not so great NFL quarterback, named James, James Winston. Winston. Jameis Winston won Jimbo Fisher a national championship and then went on to win Jimbo Fisher a multi-million dollar contract with an 80 million, nearly 80 million dollar buyout. Okay. So Jimbo Fisher, (laughs) Jimbo Fisher then goes on 
to never win an SEC championship. I, Wes, I don't think he ever played an SEC title game. Did he ever no. play an SEC title game? No, he never won a ranked team, or he never beat a ranked team on the road either. So he gets paid now to go off into the sunset, and he can. There's no clause here that says he can't accept another job. He can actually accept another job, get paid more millions of dollars, on top of already getting paid out $80 million. And, Wes, I, I forgot the language here in this contract. He's getting paid out in the next 45 days, right? The $80 million in full? No, he's, he's getting 25% as a lump sum, and then I think the remaining 75% is spread out over annually. That is just... But that's still like $20 million he gets like right up front. That is, that is absolutely gets... insane. That's a lot of million, it's something, dog. It's something like $5,000 an hour Like if you factor in like a 40-hour work week. Mm. <laughs> well, I say all that about Jimbo Fisher, not just to be amazed that someone that could be such a loser could make so much money. And he's 58 years old, so he could literally just ride off into the sunset. Yeah. But I wanted to bring Why up. Why not? I mean, like, I'm not saying I wouldn't do it if I could. Right? If I could just get one good season and have that carry me throughout life. like. <laughs> but for the most part, college coaches and professional coaches, there's something a little wrong up here. And so even if they're making, like, millions for doing nothing, they're still going to work because they don't yeah. feel like they have purpose unless they're coaching football. Yeah, who's the orange man? Shanahan from the Broncos, right? Way back yeah. when? Yeah. Yeah, that donkey, he uh, <laughs> he went to college after the NFL. There's something wrong with you if you go to college after the NFL for a better career choice. Mike Shanahan, never went, to, Mike Shanahan never went to college football. <laughs> Nick Saban went to college football after oh, no, no, no. he I'm, failed I'm sorry, if he, if he did not, that, oh, but, gotcha. I might be mistaken, but I, there was offers that didn't, I guess, pan out. But that's like oh. part of why he retired from the donkeys. Like, Col- I, college coaches, will, no, he, he, he retired and then went on to uh, Washington to be their head coach. But, uh, College oh. coaches, college coaches make significantly more money than NFL coaches, and college football coaches oh. have complete control over their university and over their. Oh, so, so I mean that's where it kind of gets dicey because we don't know how much NFL coaches make because it doesn't have to be reported. It doesn't. Yeah. Oh my god, it's like Saudi money. <laughs> yeah. They For, don't well, have to report. Yeah, it's a private. They're yeah. like private company. But with college, it's a state university, so yeah, they can do a lot of under the tables. Like, oh, you mopped the closet, so here's fifteen thousand dollars, head quarterback. Yeah. Well, there's there's rumors that Bill Belichick was making near twenty five million dollars a year at certain times with the Patriots. So, I but be he still wore a gray, dingy ass sweater. The <laughs> his entire like put on a tie, mother effer. Yeah, and, and when we talk about this, it's interesting to see all of the Patriots players now that are allowed to talk, right? That are now talking. And Gronkowski is one of those players. And this is uh transition. But it is kind of linked to what we were talking about in coaches getting their full contract after, after they get fired. Because Rob Gronkowski, former Patriot, Ooh, tight end. I uh, just, you said Gronkowski, so I said Gronky. Sorry. One of the Easily best tight ends to ever play the game, right, comes out and he says that he doesn't think coaches should 
get to pay get paid the full contract after they get fired because it's oh. BS. Because the players, if they were to get hurt, lose that money, they don't get their full contract guaranteed. And it wasn't a shocker that he said this. I think most players have a right and do feel this way. The shocker was who he said it about. Wes, do you know who he was talking about? Probably Belichick. No, he was talking about Josh Mickey D's. Because that's about all Josh McDaniels is worth is the dollar menu at McDonald's. You mean the greatest uh, coach in the history of the Raiders? Uh, are we the talking Broncos? crap about the, the dollar menu? For <laughs> Hold on now. No, no. I'm saying it's he's a value cool. menu Bill Belichick is what I'm saying. If you follow Josh McDaniels' career as it goes through head coaching, he's terrible. He's been terrible. But the one story that I gave you guys last week on the pod was the one that amazed me. Uh, let me catch the crew up today. There was a players only or players and coaches meeting, pardon me, with the Las Vegas Raiders that Josh McDaniels wanted to have the players air out their grievances and everything that's going on and their irritations, right? And a lot of it was apparent. This is reported from reputable sources to include Adam Schefter. They were just going in on Josh McDaniels, going in and just tearing him up. All the players were irritated with Josh McDaniels, with his system, with how he treats the players, with uh, how the team's gone since he took over, right? And then... Instead of speaking for himself, Joshua Daniels chose to have Antonio Pierce speak for him. Antonio Pierce famously on the New York Giants team that beat the 17-0 Patriots in the Super Bowl. He draws on that experience to give his speech about how you can't give up, you can't ever count yourself out, you got to always think you can be in it to win it. Uh, and if you have that mentality, you can really beat anybody on any given Sunday. And when he was finished giving his speech, Joshua Daniels didn't say thank you. He didn't say, this is Las Vegas, we're the Raiders. He pulled Antonio Pierce aside and said, don't you ever talk about the Patriots like that again. And that That's is a weird story. That is That's a way... weird response. Like, <laughs> isn't it? <laughs> why are you loyal to a team like that? That's weird that you're not on and you're not coaching and you're not a part of anymore. And you're now the head, you're the leader of a new team. You're, you're looked at as the leader of a new team. And you're just yeah. like, this team doesn't matter. Don't, don't talk, talk about, about my team. old team that way. Yeah. What are you right? Doing? What? <laughs> it's like you had a fraternity but now you have a real job yeah um N now you're in charge and you you don't hey don't you talk about my mom i know i pay my own lights and everything <laughs> what what are we doing here josh yeah he's so, a little weird. so that is what growing that's what shocked me about that gronkowski quote is he's talking about josh mcdaniel saying it's bleeping bs that the raiders have to pay out josh mcdaniel's contract and it's something no. like $65 million. Like, so it's another big amount. And he doesn't think it's fair. And I agree with him. I don't think it's right because Joshua Daniels didn't earn that $65 million. He was a loser. And he's always going to be a career loser moving forward when it comes to head coaching. Wes, I think you were spot on when you said he's never going to be head coaching. Here's the thing, though. I don't feel bad for the Raiders because they put themselves in this position by hiring him in the first place. Mm. I mean, the only time, Wes, your biases soak through so frequently, to hey, be don't honest. That's a lot of the accusations already. Oof. Because you only Wes, said one you... sentence. You had 10 minutes. You're going to give Wes one statement and then, oh, biased. Ooh, blah, 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 blah. Because here's why. Because Everyone... I thought it was garbage from the very beginning and I thought you guys should have stuck with Rich Bisaccia. No. If it comes to if it comes to Oregon, if it comes to the Seahawks, the only team that Wes is truly honest <laughs> with himself about is the Seattle Mariners. The Seattle Mariners will get Wes so spun up because he's actually honest and he's like Dang introspective. Griffey, 
and he will be like, they blew it again. They got me interested. They do it every year. <laughs> Remember I mean, that? Every year they have some sort of winning streak that makes me be like, oh, maybe they can do it this year. Yeah. Nope. <laughs> nope. <laughs> Fool me again. And you are, you are so honest with those teams. And I totally get it. It's because, like you've said this on the show before, Wes, your, your full-on emotional attachment is to the Oregon Ducks. That is where you lose all sense of intelligence, all sense of, of uh, what's the word I'm thinking for, uh, looking for here, um, perspective, right? And you just go all in with If Oregon. one of our players just walked up to a referee after a bad call and punched him in the face, I'd be like, good, good. Yeah, that, what did that ref do to deserve Ugh. it? <laughs> Any other so team, bad. I'd be like, that guy's gone. Get rid of him. Fire him. So I'd be like, no, hurts. he deserved it. That ref deserved it. I'm so glad that was your Punch him again. I Don't thought you were going to say something much worse. Oh, well, I'm glad. I'm glad that was never revealed. <laughs> what was thought to be said? <laughs> but speaking of your ducks, they had a huge game, and I don't want to hear about Caleb Williams anymore. Like I gave my opinion on him crying Ooh. to his parents in the stands, and how the ducks, <laughs> and and how so, he brought it on himself. Uh, I'm how gonna... did you feel about that game? Well, I will talk about Caleb Williams because that's the first time I've really ever watched him play because mm-hmm. Oregon didn't play him last year. Um, he's like the only player worth a damn on that team. On like USA. he was, Yeah, he was making some like really incredible plays and it's hard when his offensive line sucks and he only has like one good receiver and they don't have a run game because he's like their entire offense and he was making some incredible plays, like twisting, like throwing across his body, like 50 yards. Like it was like the guy's good. And that's the only reason why USC was able to make it to come back in the slightest. Um, mm-hmm. But Oregon, for the most part, controlled the entire game. We kind of, I feel like we kind of started to get a little lazy in the fourth quarter. And that's when USC started to make a little bit of a comeback. Yards. <laughs> yeah, he, I might call that lazy. <laughs> well, well, the defense, the defense got a little lazy in the okay. fourth quarter. But Bo Nix, the first two passes he threw, it was like the first one was like twenty yards, like right, like down the middle, and the dude just cut it like for the touchdown. And same with the next one, like it was just unstoppable. It was great. Yeah, it's, it, it, we don't have to key in too much on that game because Oregon really did. Yes, it got closer than it needed to be, but if you watch that game, Oregon blew them out. Like, Oregon boat raced them from the very beginning of the game. Yeah, the the predictor was like 100% since the halftime. Yeah, it was, it was a big game. Now, we always talk about how the Pac-10 eats itself, right? And right now, there's two teams that really stand out. And it's it's Oregon and Washington. Can Oregon and Washington do what they do? Meet in the uh, college in the in part of me in the championship game, and decide this. But Josh, you you did play football as a Ute, yeah. And what's the rule about playing? What what do you play till? What do you play till? I think you play till the whistle. Whistle. You played till the whistle. And Wes, and the other team I just mentioned, Washington, in their game against Utah, did we have some players not playing through the whistle? Oh, no. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, got the, the cornerback, he picked it off, and then he was running it back for a pick six, and he dropped it at the two-yard line. So casually. 
Primetime status. He was like, oh, yeah, I'm the best. Oh. And then I, was, I was watching the game, and I was like, I think he just dropped it. And then I couldn't tell because, like, it switched to, like, a replay or something like that. Mm-hmm. Like, it showed touchdown across the screen. Yeah. And then I was like, I really hope someone picked that up. And sure enough, one, of, the, one of those things, like, jumped on it. that man's going to need a little bit of therapy for a little while. <laughs> Talk about and that. It's, it's funny because the last time I remember seeing that happen, it was Utah versus Oregon. And Utah dropped it at the one yard line, and Oregon took it back ninety nine yards for a touchdown. Yeah, and, and for me, we were talking about this in the uh, production meeting. Deshaun Jackson did it three times in his career, right? Well, he was like famous for it. He did it at Cal. How do you he not dropped- lose after the first time? Yeah, how, how or lose after stop? the first time. Yeah, like- how do you not stop doing it? <laughs> so he did it to once at Cal, and then he did it two more times with the Eagles. And I almost think it was called Deshaun Jacksoning. For a while there, where it's just oh, like, why no. do players keep doing this? Why do they keep dropping the ball? Like, you can wait till you get into the painted area to showboat. Like, and I love the showboat. I love the celebrations. Yeah. I'm somebody that yeah. thinks the rep should let them do it. So tired yeah, of like, it. I'm so tired of them calling like flags for. I was I was at the Seahawks game, and I think they called they called it against the Seahawks or something like that because they spun the ball. I was like, no. Act yes, like you've been stupid. there. I'm, a, I'm, I'm all about that. Act like you've been there. What you wow. got to do is you score, you score a touchdown, you give it to a child, you smoke a cigarette, take a shot of whiskey, go back to the bench. <laughs> Just like in 1963. A little John, Kenny like... Stabler? We call that the Kenny Stabler. <laughs> <laughs> Just smoke a with your helmet on on the way back to the bench. <laughs> That's your celebration. <laughs> when, the, when the water boy or girl comes over to you, hands you the water, you throw it out of the way and you pick up your beer. You give her a big old slapping. Yes. The, the worst offender of all this, though, was it was several years ago. It was an LSU game. The punter faked it. He was an Australian guy. He faked it, ran it in for a touchdown. And then when he was at, like, the four-yard line, he, like, kind of, like, lifted his arms up or whatever. Like, not even, like, above his shoulders. Just, like, flared him out a little bit as he ran in. Kind of like you do as you're, like, finishing a race or something like that. Ooh. And they flagged him and called it back. Ooh. And the, the here's the best part, though. Yeah, the whole touchdown. They called the touchdown back I don't know. because he I wasn't in the end zone. The worst part is the SEC used it in, like, promotional materials for, oh, like, shit. years afterwards. And it's, it's like, kind of – No, no, like, as in, like, highlight reels. Wow, and it's the same thing with like the big hits that like the NFL throws flags for. Yeah. It's like, like that was a big hit. Yeah. yeah, yeah, but then they use yeah. it like in a highlight package. It's like, yeah, it's it like collarbone that broke. But whatever. That yeah. reminds me though. You remember back in the and the guy like, got a the guy got like a fifty thousand dollar fine. But we're still gonna show the hit and highlight. You remember really. like uh, I want to say mid nineties when like the the straight leg run the end zone was like a yeah. big deal. Remember yeah, that? That yeah. was fun. The prime time? Or, uh, prime, oh, what? was it prime time? Yeah, uh, that prime was time. The, the Dion, the Neon Dion high stepping. They're so cool. I don't know what's happening. I've already apologized for the Texans, but do you think the Panthers, West look at I think you need to apologize for all of your other stupid thoughts. Okay. I think the Panthers so, need to apologize like, for still being a team. Are the Buckeyes That's still fair. terrible? Do you still think the Buckeyes are terrible? Yes. Okay. Yeah, 
Like that, what you you think they're good because they beat Michigan State? Is they're a top ten team. They're a top ten team. I don't know what else to is say. Is this how the show works? We just argue about like who's cool. We're not arguing at all. We should do a comic book <laughs> West, show about West like. Is trying oh, to you work think Superman's in. cooler than Wolverine? <laughs> Wes is trying to work some things in because he's very wrong about James Franklin being the greatest coach in the Big Ten. But, Again, I never hey, said that. Play back man. the tape. Play back but, the tape. Never said that. <laughs> But on to the point I was trying to make, Wes, do you look? Do you think the Panthers look at the Texans and they're just envious because they took Bryce Young over C.J. Stroud? Or do you think that Bryce Young is going to work out in the end? I don't know. Bryce Young, might, maybe, he's, maybe he's a slow learner and maybe he's just like a project and he's going to be I, really good. But right now he looks doo-doo. I think their scouting department, and I and myself, I've already admitted I was wrong about C.J. Stroud. All right? He's the one good Buckeyes quarterback in four years. But... <laughs> But <laughs> I just look at the uh, the Panthers scouting department sitting in a rocking chair, rocking back and forth like, I'm going to get fired. I'm going to get fired. Every time they watch C.J. Stroud throw for 400 yards and just a game-winning touchdown. Yeah, just ready. Because he's he, he's now, what is this, his third comeback of the season? His yeah, third, fourth, like quarter, fourth quarter comeback of the season. His third 400-yard game. And this was against Joe Cool. This was against Joe Burrow's Bengals, which is wild. And you know what else is wild? I think the Texans are in second place in their division right now. I think the Texans might win their division. You think they're better than Jacksonville? It's going to be close. Jacksonville did lay an egg against San Francisco. Now, are you ready to admit that San Francisco is one of the best teams in the NFL when healthy? When did I ever say they weren't? You you when we when I said I think San Francisco 49ers are the best team in the NFL, you took objection to that. You that was at the beginning of the season. Okay. So I, I later I... recanted after like week four. Granted, <laughs> they did play like trash for three weeks in a row. So But they were hurt. I don't know. Is my point. They were hurt. They lost Trent Williams and did Excuses. You really Excuses. Quick, really quick though. Do you know how important Trent Williams is? Because did you get to watch this game against the Jags? No. I there was, was a run. Where I was watching Trent, the Seahawks. There was a run where Trent Williams pulls, right? And he's running down the field at the quarterback. And the quarterback looks at big Trent Williams and looks at McCaffrey behind Trent Williams. And he turns and runs the other direction away from Trent Williams. <laughs> <laughs> and then Trent Williams was asked. Yeah, Trent Williams is, a, you know what his nickname is, Josh? The Silverback. <laughs> the Silverback. Is that not... Better than beast mode? Dying. <laughs> he is a big, scary man. And the quarterback literally racist. looks at him. Well, that's he's had that nickname since he was a little kid, apparently. He Doesn't gave matter. it to himself. Oh, Those wow. kids were racist. <laughs> but he, he was asked about this after, and he says, I've never had that happen before. I've never had somebody look at me and turn and run the other direction. And I'm sitting here like, I mean, I don't blame him. <laughs> what am I going to do? I mean, You're 120 I don't think he, Maybe he just doesn't realize it because, you know, I've had people walk away from me. In a, in a dodgeball match, you know, like not even the same ranks. But like, oh, no, I'm going to go on the other side of the court. Uh, I'm sure he's had it. He just like is being humble or doesn't realize it. Someone's run away from that fool his whole life, I'm sure. Oh, yeah. 
Yeah, it, I, if I'm a 175-pound cornerback and 375-pound Trent Williams is running at me, I, yeah. I might have to turn and go the other direction, too. For real. <laughs> You're going to be turning the other direction, yeah. holding your butt cheeks. Yeah, I, I'm just exactly going to end up on a highlight reel. Josh is right. You're going yeah. to be the indention from like those old football movies where somebody gets so hard they leave an indention. You will yeah. be the literal embodiment of that. You will be yeah. the indention in the term. I'll be hoping that I have dark pants on. <laughs> Deadpool red, baby. <laughs> now, the last couple of things I want to get to. Arizona and their rounding air. Seahawks. Let's go. Hawks. Seahawks won. And, and Geno Smith bailed me out in my fantasy football game. Geno Smith was a good – I dropped Lamar Jackson, picked up Geno, and that was, seemed to be the right move. <laughs> and – it was a bye week. Just and don't worry. I'm not like losing Lamar Jackson forever. But Lamar Jackson played. What are you talking about? No, I dropped him off my team to pick up Gino for that game. What about yeah. Lavar Burton? Yeah. What about Lavar? Why isn't he hosting Jeopardy? Arizona is now saying they're going to make draconian cuts in every department to include most of their varsity teams because they're like a quarter billion dollars in debt because of what their accountants did to them. Okay, that's but draconian is not the right word. That's a that's wrong. You've already started poorly. Go on. No, that that that's the words they've chosen. I know, but that's what they're and and essentially what they're saying is they're going to cut sports teams. They're not going to have sports programs because they can't afford them. But you know the sports program they're going to keep the football, football? team, of course. What uh, what what else is going? Let's guess. Uh, so, let's go. So here's the thing, though. Oh, my question here is. If you're a student, do you ever go to Arizona University to take, like, a business class or a finance class again? Like, how are they accredited still after this goes on, after their university uh, accountants leave a quarter billion dollars or let their university go a quarter billion dollars over? How does that happen? Oh, um, I could I could spend that as an accountant. Not me. I'm not an accountant. I'm just saying, like, if I were one, I would say, like, oh, this is how we stole a bunch of money from the college. Here's how you can do. You know, right? I love it. You know what? Let's just leave it there. Let's leave it there. I love that. That response is the accountants. They're all going to be like, I don't know where the money went. Josh is like, in your bank account. <laughs> That's Josh as a detective in a nutshell. I know who did it. Those guys. <laughs> Who's got a wallet? It's now in Crystal's bank account. <laughs> there you go. All right. Uh, last but not least, Michigan and their rallying cry when it came to Jim Harbaugh being suspended for the remainder of the regular season. Uh, Josh, I how fired up do you get if I just text you, bet? I want to... Bet. Bet. <laughs> I don't care what it is. Let's go. That's, Let's do it. Well, then you're the perfect guy for the Midwest. Because <laughs> everyone got behind this totally lame rallying cry of yeah. bet. And then I love they, it. Pro <laughs> they proceeded to go in and beat Wes's Penn State James Franklin Nittany Lions. <laughs> oh, God, hold on. Okay. So I don't even know what that. you're talking about, honestly. But I'm still on board with what I said before. Like I'm. Yeah, You're fired up? <laughs> so for me i just thought it was the corniest thing right and the person that started it was their quarterback okay who proceeded to go out and go seven for eight 
for 60 yards. Dying. McCarthy. They ran it like 40 times in a row. They just ran That's it down their throats. That's what I was throats. getting at, Wes. That's what I was getting at. And Fox Sports rated it like their highest rated or most watched football game. But I was like, I feel so bad for everyone that watched that football game. Because it was literally between Penn State and Michigan, about 400 runs in a row. Well, it's funny because the next game on Fox right after that was yeah. Washington versus Utah. And everyone was like, oh, this is a breath of, breath of fresh air after what we yeah. watched. Complete different opposite game. It, it was literally the worst thing I have ever. I, I was like, I can't watch this. I loved it this for is, some sick reason. It was like. You're a cause, masochist. Because you've been on one lately where you well, just want to fight everyone. And running is the embodiment of you fighting everyone. Physically well, and I feel like everyone's just like, oh, Michigan's cheating. And I'm like, it's really not that big of an advantage especially mm-hmm. when coaches are sharing with their friends other coaches yeah. like their own like signs that they like took so i'm like where's the mm. actual competitive advantage where's and so crime? i'm just like i don't freaking care about this anymore i hope michigan just smashes everyone i hope they smash ohio state in the big 10 smash i hope up, they win boys. the big 10 championship just and then tony petiti i hope tony petiti in the freaking Big Ten Championship has to give Jim Harbaugh and Michigan the trophy, and he just has his tail tucked between his legs, and I hope Jim Harbaugh just punches him in the face and takes the trophy. I hope he just tucks that tail. And then you know what? If Oregon's not in the the playoff, I hope Michigan wins it all. All right, I love it. There you go. Wes, Wes, welcome to the darkest side of darkest things. Uh, Just anarchy, anarchy, anarchy. And Ohio State not being good. But <laughs> they are, but Michigan's better. All right. So, so Josh, what do we have to look forward to here in the coming weeks on Gorp? I know we've got the episode with Brooker's return, right, for this <laughs> month. But uh, oh, yeah. or actually two episodes. But then we've got some cool stuff going on with, I believe, hip-hop and fast food. Can you Let talk to you us something. a little bit? you got two minutes. Your mom. I got two minutes. First of all, your mom is the topic of discussion every day. Brooke and I, oh, Brooker, Brookerson and I have been uh, speaking about uh, time and place and the best and worst places to do things. That's coming up. And then we got um, a bracket starting. We're forming the bracket. We're, we're building the bracket for the cream of the crop. And that is the cream of the crop of... Fast foods. We're going to find out what the best type of fast food and then determine the best fast food establishment, period. Wes, I hope you will join us in this uh, for at least one Gorb episode. What my fast food? Yeah. So I think you'll have a great opinion. I think this might be the greatest debut for you for the Gorb. And then uh, we also have a Hip Hop Opinions episode or two coming, and it's going to be uh, led by... Myself and Angelucci Stefano about uh, some hip hop. Two white guys who th- claim to know a lot about hip hop, and th- as well as some guests. So we have a big, a big quarter, a fist, a physical quarter coming for Gorp. New hip hop okay. okay, so we're gonna have rules for that. There's gonna be rules for people who like pull something that no one has a context of. You have to really present your case for something like that because everyone knows McDonald's, but no one knows Burgerville in the in the Pacific Northwest, right? Or Griff's. You know Burgerville's Burgerville? good. Burger no, Burgerville. No, no. Oh, Griff's West is good. Nope, nope. Down south. 
You know what I mean? Yeah. So there's yeah. gonna be there's gonna be, there's gonna be rules. We're gonna put rules in place. It's gonna be a big deal. We're talking tacos. We're talking European stuff. We're talking Asian stuff. Fast food. We'll find out who's the best. I appreciate anyway. it, and that's that's where we'll leave it. If you need any more of this information, you can find both Gorb, you can find Popcorn and Beers, and you can find The Sad Fan at the Sad Fan Podcast Network on YouTube. You can find all of our shows across every podcast platform to include Spotify and Apple Music. Please remember to subscribe, rate, and review, and we will see you next week.